Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Michael, Michael Reed, Reed on, on LMFM. Ryan is going to be the next Thornister. Well, he might not be. A lot of people think he will be. He might not be the leader of the Green Party in the coming weeks. But he might be the leader of the Green Party and he might be the next Thornister if the Green Party can do a deal with Fine Gael and with Fianna Fáil. The talks are ongoing. They say that one of the obstacles is agriculture. Uh, and let's hear some of Eamon Ryan's thoughts on agriculture. We need to switch from the current system where we're pumping fertilisers and slurries onto land to promote Italian ryegrass to go as fast as possible, which is very vulnerable in either a high rain conditions, wet fields, or else in the very dry conditions we're seeing at the moment. Those shallow-rooted, nitrogen-pumped grass systems are not safe, secure, and do not work in a climate-changing world. In our upland areas, where we've really peaty soil, if we allow that peat to be stored the carbon rather than let it all evaporate by draining all that land, again, we can bring a cow onto that or a sheep and graze it in the summer period when the land naturally dries. And that actually helps us in our climate objectives because it stops the growth of birch or, or other native trees which would drain the land. It's not just farming. We have to change forestry. We need to get away from the monoculture, clear fell, rotation forestry we have at the moment because it does not promote biodiversity. We have to restore nature as well as store carbon. This idea where we take a hectare for every farm and use what Deputy Moynihan said earlier, use some of these ideas of, come back to maybe some of that REPS type scheme, where we actually get the farmer to help plant some native forestry that's genuinely mixed. Or maybe in that, let some land rewild. Let the corner areas of the field that maybe wouldn't take from the productive capability of the farm, but using that knowledge of the farmer of their land actually allows nature to come back to store carbon, to restore biodiversity, to improve the water course. If we managed it in conjunction with the neighbours, we could then improve our rivers and improve the whole system. This is doable. Okay, well, and perhaps if you're in government, it's doable. As we said, uh, the talks are ongoing between uh, the Greens, uh, Fine Gael and uh, Fianna Fáil. Thomas Byrne is a TD for Mead East and one of Fianna Fáil's key negotiators. He's on the line with us. And a very good morning to you once again, Thomas Byrne. Uh, what odds would you give on Eamon Ryan being the next Tarnasha? Well, I, I, I don't know. I mean... Uh 
I suppose even if we get a government, I mean, the particular positions haven't really been in focus at all yet. What we've been trying to do actually is to work out an agreed policy position. Uh, and that's taking a bit of time and I think it's probably coming towards an end. And yeah. look, the truth is, and regardless of sticking points, and there are sticking points, but yeah. the truth is that about 95% uh, of policy is now agreed. And there are sticking points there now, which are really, really the very end of the process that we would have expected would be the sticking points at the end. And I have to say I'm confident that we will come to a resolution on the remaining issues. And work is ongoing, for example, on agriculture up to 11 o'clock last night, starting again now this morning. Uh, and and other subjects as well will be dealt with today. And then I think it will probably go to the leaders of the parties uh, to sign off uh, on an agreement to put to party members. Were we just listening to some of the sticking points there? No, I mean, I think, look, I mean, I think if you could bring in, I mean, I'm not saying all of what Eamon Ryan said, but if you could bring in some of what he said into, you know, a scheme for farmers, a, a kind of a new rep scheme where there would be funding for farmers to do this, I think it would be attractive to agriculture. But we're still working through the details of that. Uh, our agriculture teams are meeting on that, as I said, almost immediately this morning. Um, but, but it would be in terms of making sure that farming is viable, making sure that farming can work mm. uh, and that we can stabilise and improve uh, farm incomes because at the moment uh, there's there's so much uncertainty in farming at the moment in terms of our domestic markets in terms of international markets and and he's right about climate change as well mm. um, because when you look at the drought that we had a bit of rain last night across large parts of, of Mead and Loud um, but the last you know six weeks to three months have been extremely dry which has played mm. havoc with farming um, and that's now you know a couple of years ago we had, we had similar as well and that wasn't so that's the reality of climate change is there and I think shows that we do have to act on this yeah. Dry, um, driest May on record uh, wet as February on record uh, but I mean that's why all of these conversations are, are taking place and everybody knows knows that we need to do it it's how to do it and trying to get uh, people on board to do it uh, but he was talking there about getting uh, rid of a, a lot of the chemicals used in farming is that something that will wash with farmers well, there's already an awful lot of work going on at, at national level in Togusk and at European level as well in terms of changing uh, the types of chemicals that are used. So, mm. I mean, obviously farmers want something that's safe, that's efficient, that promotes uh, biodiversity and works for farmers as well. So mm. so we, we had a meeting, for example, at the, the outset of these talks with the Department of Agriculture, and there is very exciting work going on uh, in terms of what, what's available. Mm. And look, this this is not going to happen just because we so, 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 signed the agreement. So you embrace these suggestions that we've just been listening well, to? No, I, I, I said that they're, they're, I'm sure they're all under under discussion at the moment. But mm. what I say is that when, when, when points of them are agreed, uh, mm. they will be aspects of, I think, a financial support mechanism for farmers mm. rather than some kind of rules that are coming down from politicians signing Dublin saying you must do this. That's well, not what, the way. what about the hectare of forestry? Do you embrace that idea? Well, I mean, look, I do actually. Um, mm. And I think, I think that that could be a very. Uh, do you think good farmers win. have the time for it? Well, I think what, what, it certainly won't be an imposition on farmers if, it, if, if it's agreed. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here on the radio to say that that's agreed or anything, but the point is it would be part of a new rep scheme. Mm. Uh, in terms of uh, funding for farmers. Like, there were schemes like this in the past, don't forget. Yeah. You know, when I go down the west of Ireland, where my, my, my wife's from, there's a lot of uh, evergreen trees planted uh, in bogland yeah, on, but let, on let, rural let's say you had... And why? Why? Because yeah. the Department of Agriculture in the 60s yeah. had a grant scheme asking to plant them. And clearly that was a mistake but, at the time. They should have been looking for uh, native trees. Okay, but, 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 let's say, but let's say you have cattle grazing on that land now, uh, and you plant trees. Uh, what then? I suppose you'd cull the herd. What do you, is that 
where this is no, going. That's, that's, that's not where this is going. What, this, what, what that would be about, if it's agreed, and mm. I'm not saying that it's agreed, would be about protecting farm incomes and increasing farm incomes, first of all. Mm. Right? It also then uh, works to protect biodiversity by yeah. allowing, you know, and, and there's a, massively, uh, a massive appreciation, I think, yeah. for biodiversity in this country over the last few years, and particularly over the last few months. Yeah, but we're um, rotten. We're brutal at, at, at uh, climate change. Uh, I mean, we've this missed... Be, and, this, and climate change, there'd be one way then as well of, of increasing the number of, 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 of native trees and leaving them there for a sustained period of time that help them with our climate targets. It's going to a deal drop, with issues. A drop in the ocean. Like the we've had. A drop, I mean, we haven't even reached our 2020 targets. And by the way, it's the 11th of June. Uh, that, that, well, I think our 2020, our, our targets, our targets for this year in particular um, will be, will, will, will I think be easily met because of the lack of activity um, in terms no. of transport. No, don't think so. No, don't think so. Not listening to Richard Bruton yesterday, I don't think so. 2019 and 2020 have pushed it through the roof. We're looking at fines of up to 13 million euro. Well, the, the reality of the fines is, is one reason why we should be taking this seriously, apart from the threat to our health and to our, our civilization, effectively, which mm. climate change is, and that's the reality of it. But yeah. there's also the financial penalties that would come from the EU as well, and we have to be cognizant of them. So are we better off spending the money on, on, on EU fines, or are we better off spending the money, in these cases that you're talking about, in protecting and boosting farm incomes? And that's what we want to do, and make sure that we have a sustainable agriculture sector that can you know, renew farming, uh, give greater life to farming. Mm. Uh, I, I think that we can do that. I think there's huge imagination there to do that. And I think farmers, farmers, first of all, uh, are the protectors of our biodiversity, are the protectors of our planet, and they want to make sure that they do everything. I know this. They do everything possible uh, to do that. And, 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 you know, people talk about the Greens. We, 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 we've been in a lot of talks with the Greens, but their agriculture spokesperson is herself a farmer. So she's not going to come in there to, to close down farming. I think she, like, like all other farmers, want to make sure that there is something there to protect uh, and to boost uh, farm incomes, uh, while at the same time, uh, you know, mitigating the effects of climate change, which of all sectors in society, farmers badly need. Mm. What's the big ticket item? I, I mean, uh, we've done little or nothing in reducing uh, emissions over the past decade. What's the big ticket item, do you think, in reaching this uh, annual reduction of 7%? Well, I mean, look, there's a whole range of sectors that you have to look at uh, to get, um, you know, a reduction in our emissions. So, first of all, the obvious one is transport. Uh, that's the obvious one in terms of making more public transport available, but also making sure there are modal shifts as mm. well, that we actually change the way uh, we do our transport as well. Um, we have obviously huge potential in the field of energy. Uh, in terms of solar panels, in terms of offshore wind, yeah. uh, in terms of making sure there are more renewables on the system as well. And that, that has to happen. But I think that, that is the, going to happen. We heard all this before. What, what was the target for, 20, uh, for 2020? It was to reduce emissions by 20%, wasn't it? Look, I mean, there's, there's been a massive failure um, in the last... How bad, how bad has the failure been since 2005? Well, the, 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 the failure is, is such that we are now at a situation... Why, where we are now deciding that there would be a seven percent reduction every year, and that's because, and, and, and that's because, action, by the way, there was, a, there was a climate action bill yeah. proposed by the last Fianna Fáil government with the Greens. Oh, I know, uh, but 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 the, but but Fianna Fáil committed to reducing emissions by twenty percent, isn't that right? And since two thousand and five, uh, emissions have not reduced at all. There has been a massive failure. We, we at the end of our term... Do you accept responsibility for that, because, yeah? It was dropped because the Greens left government yeah. in, 20, in 2010. There was a climate action bill that was there, ready to go. It was dropped. 
Yeah. There has been a massive failure in the years since, which means mm. that the obligations now are greater. Mm. But I think it is a challenge that we can rise to. It's a challenge that I want to rise to. I think it's a challenge that that's a, mm. it is essential that we rise to. And not yeah. only will we have, you know, the, 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 the paradox of climate change... But you don't seem to have very many ideas. I mean, you talk about well, offshore... Already, offshore already, but you I've talk already. about offshore wind farms. I mean, where's the money going to come from that? Sorry, I've already gone through two of the major aspects of where we are going to get uh, our emissions reductions from. And it's in relation to, to transport as an obvious one. Energy is an obvious one. Mm. Um, in terms of agriculture, you've already discussed issues surrounding uh, afforestation. Yeah, do you accept, though, if you, if you reduce the cattle herd by 5%, you'll uh, reduce emissions by as much as all of those measures combined? No, that's well. That's not, Robert Watts' analysis, isn't it? It's, it's, it's. it's uh, I, I, I don't accept that. And, and what we're trying to do is to make sure that we can protect farming while making sure that farming plays its part, which we've have already discussed with you, uh, ways that that can happen. Um, but to protect that and to to have farmers there protecting our biodiversity, mm. being at the front line of climate change while protecting and boosting their incomes, okay. that has to happen. And then I've listed that there are other areas, but these these issues at the moment. We are, we are going through in very specific detail uh, in the Programme for Government talks. And I'm not here to give a commentary on them, but they, they're, they're in very specific detail mm. what measures will be taken. And okay. quite frankly, it doesn't matter who's in government. Uh, many of these measures will have to be done anyway at this particular point. And, just, and anyone who denies it is, is, is denying reality. Just to conclude, when do you think the next election will be? Well, the one thing about politics is you're never certain when the next election will be. So, so, so I don't know is the answer. What, what I think the country needs at this particular point is stability. Uh, what the country needs is a clear direction. Okay. What it needs mm. is a, a government with, 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 with clear ownership of the issues and not simply being a caretaker capacity because there are people out there. At the how, 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 how long can it continue as it is that we uh, have not got a government with all these big decisions, all these big borrowings uh, and, of course, October's budget looming? Well, they certainly can't put a, put, a, put a budget through. That's for absolute definite. But okay. they can't, they, at this particular point, they can't put the Offences Against the State Act mm. through in two weeks' time. Yeah. Um, so that's that's obviously of significant interest to the northeast area as well. So if this isn't concluded in two weeks, we're looking at a, an election, is it? I, I, I doubt it very much. I mean, we don't even know what the situation is regarding schools reopening. But the idea that then we, we, we start planning an election at the same time while business is suffering, while our hospital system, while the, <clears throat> the pandemic is still at a level okay. of uncertainty, and while we've seen um, se- severe violence uh, against Gardaí in this area, that we would let the offences against the State Act fall, which not only is a special criminal court, but is other powers as well for Gardaí in okay. terms of their detection and arrest uh, powers. Okay. We have to make sure that this happens or it will be right. a gross failure of politics. Okay. Okay, I have to leave there. Thank you very much indeed for joining us uh, this morning. Finnafall TD for me, these Tom's Burn. Michael Reed on LMFM. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 